listening to the podcast Advertising Playbook, your resource to better understand and execute successful podcast ad campaigns. Hello and welcome to the podcast Advertising Playbook. I'm your host, Heather Osgood. And today on the program, I am going to be talking about the IAB US Podcast Advertising Revenue Study. Now, each year, the IAB, the Interactive Advertising Bureau, does a study on the podcast ad space, and they release the study from the prior year, typically at their upfront event, which they held at the beginning of May. And we now have the report. I really love this report because it gives us a great benchmark on where we're at as an industry as it pertains to podcast advertising. So there definitely are some really interesting findings in the study, and I do recommend that if you haven't downloaded it, that you go ahead and go over and download that report. It's a very easy thing to find if you just search for the IAB's Podcast Advertising Revenue Study. You'll come up with it and you can download the PDF, which is a great comprehensive report. So I do recommend that you download the full report, but in the podcast episode today, I wanted to give you some of the highlights of the report and give you kind of my feedback and opinion on what some of these things mean. So the report starts out by saying that U.S. podcast advertising revenues have surpassed the $1 billion mark in 2021 for the first time ever. Now, we have been projecting this number for some time, I will say. Um, Having been in the podcast space now for six years, I feel like it's been like, it's coming, it's coming. I do think that it was projected um, to arrive in 2020, but instead we got the pandemic, which was so much fun. But We did see that we not only surpassed the $1 billion mark, but that we got $1.4 billion in revenue, which was really exciting. And it also continues to grow. I think one of the most interesting parts of the report is that it states that the podcast advertising industry continues to be one of the fastest growing channels of digital media. We have to really let that sink in because the report says that with 72% growth, podcast advertising grew twice as fast as the total internet advertising market, which was only up 35% year over year. And that was according to their internet advertising revenue report. So the IAB is great because they do lots of different revenue reports. They're able to compare them. But I think that's pretty phenomenal, right? That we can say, obviously, that digital marketing we know is on the rise, digital media is on the rise, but it only grew at 35% while podcast advertising grew at 72%. So Certainly something to be proud of. Now, when we look at why this explosive growth, like what happened to really lead us to where we're at right now, there were a few things that the report stated, and I definitely would say that I agree with them. The first is that really we're seeing expanding user base with having more consumers growing a library of really engaging, diverse content. So we've got growing number of podcasts that are out there, right? There's lots and lots of podcasts, but we also see that the consumer base is widening. So more and more people are listening to podcasts on a regular basis. 
It is very interesting. There was another report that came out fairly recently. It was an Edison Research report that stated that really most people listen to like the top 1,000 podcasts out there, which is kind of fascinating. But more people are coming into the space, more listeners, as well as more content creators, which obviously is a good thing. We also see that advertising has increased in terms of kind of the ad tech piece, and particularly in the area of dynamic ad insertion. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast for a minute, you have heard me talk about dynamic ad insertion because I really do believe that it is the backbone of what is going to help us as an, an industry really grow. And if we're talking about dynamic ad insertion, it's important to remember that dynamic ad insertion is using technology to electronically insert ads into your full catalog of episodes. Of course, you don't have to put in every single episode, but you have that capability. And those ads, of course, can be host read and they can also be announcer read. So um, really exciting to see that. And I'll talk about some of the numbers here when we get a little bit further into the report. The other thing that they found was that there is increasing ad spend by existing and new advertisers into the space. So there are new categories, new industries that are entering the podcast ad space and trying it out, which to me is probably one of the most important pieces of this report, because if we don't have new companies coming in, if we don't have new brands looking at the space and saying, hey, we should be advertising here, then you know, what are we doing? We've got to get those new companies interested in the space. And as someone who sells podcast advertising, I can tell you it's not always easy because if you're not an avid podcast listener, sometimes it's difficult to really wrap your brain around what we're doing with podcast advertising. And it isn't always super straightforward. There are so many different options and that makes it really difficult, I think, for advertisers sometimes to decide where they should enter the space. So it's great to see that we do have so many new brands and of course, existing brands continuing to really go ahead and invest in the space. Now, the other thing that is exciting, and of course, this is a projection and, and this revenue report is going to give projections, but the report states that revenues are forecasted to almost triple to $4.2 billion in the next three years. I find that a really important statistic because revenues, you know, when you look at them, they have kind of crept up. And now we really are looking for this very explosive growth to be happening in the space. And that certainly is extremely important for us to look at that, you know, we're going to get to a much higher number and that we're going to continue to see this growth. So now let's look at the different types of industries that we're investing in the space. Like where is this revenue coming from? So we saw that some of the tops of the charts were financial services, direct to consumer retail brands, art, entertainment, media, things that we had seen in past years that really weren't all that fascinating. The one piece that was really interesting is that the other bucket that they place on the report, which I mean, let's face it, who likes the other bucket? <laughs> I know I don't like the other bucket because what's in that bucket? It's hard to say, right? But the other bucket really grew at a huge rate. It actually more than tripled its share in two years. So it went from 8% 
to 28%. It was the top category in the report was the other category. And what the report stated, which I think makes total sense, is that when we have a lot of these smaller industries entering the space, they can't all be categorized. But that really gets us back to this idea that we do have so many new industries and new categories advertising in the space. So again, really exciting to see that. All right, now we get to the part where we do talk about dynamic ad insertion. And I always love to see this, but it said that 84% of all of the ads were dynamically served, whereas 16% were embedded ad reads. When you go back and you look historically, that is a significant growth to see that 86% are being served dynamically. Now, I will say that they did find that announcer-read ads are certainly having an increase. We have seen traditionally host-read ads have been more significant than announcer-read ads. But of course, as we look to automation and of course, as we look to using the dynamic ad insertion functionality, we do have to remember that if we aren't using a computer to fill ad space, we're not going to be able to, to fill 100% of the impressions out there, right? Um, that is not to say that there isn't, of course, still great value in host-read ads. And my prediction would be that as we continue to see an increase in announcer-read ads, that those host-read ads are going to become even more valuable because advertisers are going to be willing to pay additional for those, you know, specific reads. And because they are going to be more valuable, I think that they will eventually command a higher price. And in some instances now they do, but not always. It depends on how, how you're purchasing the ads. So, um, yeah, so I think that that is really fascinating. And of course, excited to see that we are going to be, you know, continuing to grow the dynamic ad insertion side of the business. Now, in terms of the categories of different podcast types where we see advertising really kind of congregating, we're finding very typical findings that we have seen in past years, news, comedy, society and culture, sports, true crime and business are some of the shows that really top the charts. And of course, that isn't really a surprise, I don't think, to anyone that those are the categories that are performing well. If you're interested in starting a podcast, maybe consider one of those categories, at least if you're interested in uh, getting ad revenue on your show. But those are the categories that really are topping the charts in, in terms of where advertisers are spending their dollars. Now, wrapping us up on our episode today, I did want to talk about the results tracking part of the report. So of course, when we talk about podcast advertising, one of the most important things that advertisers are always looking at is how are we going to track the results? And if you've listened to podcasts that, of course, we are using these unique URLs, we are using these coupon and promo codes to track results. And we have found that that has been the case for many, many years. And so that's normal. But I thought what was really interesting is that in terms of the way that we're tracking results, there are those two that I mentioned, the unique URL and the coupon promo codes. But there's also the attribution tracking and the pixel tracking, which certainly has gained popularity over the last few years it stated that advertisers used these different, these three different methods to track results. 
And they they use them all equally. So the report states that 89% of advertisers used a unique URL. 89% of advertisers used a coupon code. 89% of advertisers used pixel-based attribution tracking. So really, I thought that was pretty fascinating to see. I didn't realize that attribution tracking had come along as far as it had. I knew that it was prominent in the space and I knew that just anecdotally, we were seeing the requests for that come in more and more, but seeing that kind of hard evidence that really that attribution and pixel tracking is here is important. Now it's also super important as an industry that we take a look at how we're gonna be addressing this potential issue because with Spotify purchasing pod sites and Chartable, now is that really third-party data or should we be looking at other pixel-based attribution companies to fill that role? I know that there are certainly a couple of companies that are jockeying for the space and I would love to see more companies really put thought and energy around that because I think there definitely is an opportunity there. The other thing that I did want to touch on was the difference between the direct response advertisers and the brand advertisers. So I was really kind of surprised that that didn't shift a whole lot. They're both right around, I think it was like the 45, 46%. I, I think that that's really interesting to see. Of course, we know that brands are going to enter the space more, but we still do ultimately get down uh, to the fact that a lot of the tactics that digital marketers use are still not available in podcasting. So we're still not providing a lot of the analytics that they are accustomed to using. We're not really providing the ease of placing those announcer read ads. And so as long as we still, I think, have that to overcome, I think brand advertisers may not enter the space in as great a numbers as we would like to see. But I certainly hope and would love to predict that we'll have more brand advertisers enter the space. That, of course, is not to say that our direct response advertisers aren't super valuable and that we don't want to keep them because, of course, we do. And I think that they really are a good guidepost for us to see that the space really does allow for, you know, results within podcast advertising because direct response advertisers wouldn't be in the space. They wouldn't be advertising as much as they do if it didn't work. They really only invest their money where they know they're going to see, obviously, that direct return. So, that concludes my review of the IAB podcast advertising U.S. revenue study for this year. Now, of course, these are stats that we have collected from 2021, and we will have to wait until next May to find out how 2022 is shaping up. But certainly from my vantage point um, at True Native Media, we are seeing increases in spending. My guess is the entire industry is continuing to see those. And I think that the industry as a whole is really on solid footing and poised to continue to grow. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you and just given you a little peek into where we're at as an industry with podcast advertising. If you have not gotten into the podcast ad space and you are interested in jumping in, please head on over to our website, truenativemedia.com and download our Marketer's Guide to Podcast Advertising, where we can walk you through how to enter the space. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. 
Thank you for listening to the Podcast Advertising Playbook, your source to a better understanding of the podcast advertising industry. 